I can't believe it, but we have made it to episode five. Before I get into the episode, I do want to thank everyone that has been listening to the podcast and supporting it. Um, I do want you guys to go ahead and I don't think you can. I think you have to send a thing like a request, but I want you guys to go ahead and send a request to um, Crazy in Love. I don't know if the podcast is in the group name, but it is a Crazy in Love group on Facebook. And there we just post stuff every day. Um, I'm trying to get people to engage, but everybody is super quiet right now. But it does have over 100 members. Um, and then there we just talk about different things. And I post um, different things about relationships, healthy relationships, black love, um, boundaries, unhealthy relationships you know, the different types of love, love languages. So I just post random things throughout the day in that group. And so I would love for you guys to come and join the group and I add you in it. Um, You do post to have a password each week that shows that you do listen to, to the podcast. And let's see, let me go ahead and think of something. So the password for this week could be Thanksgiving. So if you request to be in the in the group and um and the thing you know it'll ask you three questions I think one of the questions is do you listen to the podcast of course you'll say yeah and then the password for this week would be Thanksgiving so yeah so we have the group to go to it we also have a phone number somewhere. I don't even know if the phone number is active because no one calls it, but it's 803-999-4573. You can leave us a message. I did go ahead and set up that voicemail. And you can also text me on Instagram or Facebook. And I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. I think I have an email, but I don't know about her, and I don't check it every day. Um, If you guys have sent us messages just talking about how much you like the show and stuff like that, I really, really appreciate it. Um, I may do shout-outs on episode 10. We're on episode 5 yet. 5 right now. So maybe on episode 10 I'll go back and kind of give some shout-outs and maybe answer some questions because that would be nice. The ultimate goal of the group and the podcast is to just create healthy love. And you create healthy love by creating healthy pe- people and making sure people have the proper tools to do the things that they want and need to do so that they can love each other better, especially in the black community. We have to get back to it. Um, I don't see progression without it. I don't see progression with things being the way that they are. I think everybody needs to step back and kind of see each person as an individual and try to love that person as they are. And if it's something that's just intolerable, of course, you could cut that person out of your life or whatnot. But for the most part, I think most problems can be solved with love and compassion and just putting yourself in the other person's shoes. So sometimes I do go back and listen to the... um, to the podcast and oh my god I cannot believe how much I say and with that being said so I'm gonna try to not say it as much this go around but with that being said let's get into the episode so we just um went through Halloween and Nala did go trick-or-treating we did take her 
trick or treating. We go to the like the same place, the same neighborhood every year. It's a pretty consistent neighborhood where we can kind of um meet them at the end, meet them at the end of the block, pretty much. Let them run the block, and then we can meet them at the end of the block because it's that consistent that they're going to go to almost every house. This year wasn't like that. Um, they still got tons of candy. But this year, I would say probably half the houses didn't participate, but it still was the most consistent that we could get that felt worth our while, you know, because driving and letting them hop out, that would have been too much. I wanted to be somewhere where they could get out, you know, run the block, and, okay, we're going to meet y'all at the edge of the block. And so that was good. So Halloween was great. Halloween, along with Nala, I also always take my nephew um and my little sisters and i have a niece but she's too young where she was too young for me to take i wasn't going to do that because <laughs> baby phase is long gone for me now is 10 and my little sister my two little sisters are 14 14 11 now is 10 my mom started over obviously And then I have a nephew, and he's 10. Me and my sister um, was pregnant the same year. So, yeah. So, everybody's at age where they can kind of sort of be independent. So, I wasn't going to take, you know, a two-year-old. And then I would have had to be a lot more active than I was sitting in the car having to sit. I was on the passenger side. I was not driving. So, with Halloween passing, oh, my God. The stores did not even give it a day. Before they start pinning up Christmas stuff. I, I, to this day, I don't know how I feel about it. And one thing about it is I usually shop clearance. As in like all my Halloween decorations I got for this year. I got last year after Halloween. But I know the stores are not doing that. They are not. They pulling it off the shelf like the same day. And whatever they didn't sell, they just resell it the next year. They don't really change their inventory year to year like they used to so this year i don't think i'm going to get any new halloween stuff um or whatnot because they had already pulled it and had up christmas stuff before the end of the day so the next holiday everyone loves to kind of skip over well you have i believe veterans day on the 11th (laughs) and then after that you have um shout out to the veterans and after that we have thanksgiving and thanksgiving is is around the time especially if you have a blended family you try to decide well what what's our holiday plans and so this episode is going to be just about that holiday plans so last year um Typically, we just go to my mom's, my mom's house, and it's very, very informal. Like, it's not a set time for dinner. Um, it's not what you see on movies for for my family, but it's always fun. You know, we all know our place and our role, and it's just very consistent um, with how Thanksgiving runs in the house. And we usually, we do not eat at dinner time. We eat at about twelve one ish whenever the fo- whenever the um food get done. Whenever the food gets done, that's when we eat. The cooking either starts the night before 
or early in the morning. But when the food is done, that's it. Also, my mama do not wait. We're not waiting on everybody. I mean, everybody stagger, you know, stagger in whenever they stagger in. And, you, you, hey, go fix yourself a plate because we already ate. You know, if you're not there when the food is served, it is what it is. So usually we go to my mom's house almost every year, but recently we started going to Chardell's, um, Chardell's side of the family house. So last Thanksgiving we went to his aunt house in Charlotte, and it was it was okay. Um, it was a few things that I'm not gonna say I didn't like, but was most definitely different. It did feel more formal. Um, it was a lot quieter and it just may be because I have little sisters and everything is just loud and chaotic, but it's so fun. I love being a part of it. I love being around them and it was a lot more formal and, you know, yeah, formal. That's the only way I could really describe it. Like it was, it was sick. It's almost the exact opposite of how my mom's. My mom, Thanksgiving is, it was um very set in stone and, you know, everybody was going to eat at the same time and, and there, um, hmm, it was just very formal. So this year, we are going to go, we have not decided, it's crazy for me to do this episode and we haven't for sure decided, but I think we already decided that we are going to go back to Charlotte this year again and um visit his aunt she wants to do thanksgiving but this go around Chardell nanny actually passed in march i believe and so this would be the first year that they don't have that head this would be the first year where the aunts and uncles and and everybody don't have anyone to answer to so it'll be interesting to see you know how it unfolds and see how things are run without nanny but for the most part I think everything is pretty much going to be the same I think everybody would be a little bit sad um because she's not here with us so I think everybody will be it'll it'll have like a sadness overtone I believe but I still want to go and this year Charlotte's brother and wife is actually coming down from Virginia so they'll be there last year when we went they did not go we was there and his nanny was there and her his aunt family of course was there so everyone didn't show up and so this year the only people i know for sure is shorter's brother and wife and his aunt and his dad so i think though that'll be the people that's there um i don't mind giving up thanksgiving just because thanksgiving is to me just uh um i don't know a day to hang out it's not special to me it's nothing i don't know maybe because i put so much emphasis on being a family and spending family time that it doesn't seem like that big of a deal to me you know and i give my thanks all the time i speak to god all the time um not because i want something usually because i'm thanking him for something and and things like that so i don't feel a need to set aside a day to be thankful because i'm thankful all throughout the year i guess that's what i'm trying to say but so thanksgiving out of all the holidays is probably the one i we give it up i can give it up you know i don't have to be around my 
um, family for Thanksgiving, I survive. But one of the things that happens with it is traveling. And traveling, Shardell and Nala are pretty good travel partners. Even Nala as a baby, she we rode to New York from Georgia 12 hours nonstop. You know, we stopped at the gas station, got gas, snacks, all that good stuff every now and then. But it was a nonstop drive, and she was maybe, um, hmm, she was between the ages of one and three. So she was somewhere in there. She was a camper, you know. She didn't cry. She didn't do anything. She didn't have a tantrum or, you know, want to be taken out or anything like that. Of course, she got her stretches in, got fed, all that good stuff. But she was just always an easygoing baby. So as far as traveling, Charlotte and Nala are both great travel buddies. I think I'm more of the person who makes sure that we have everything we need. Um, Yeah, the momager. <laughs> Make sure we have everything we need. Making sure if we are staying at the hotel, make sure that's already taken care of. Just thinking of all those little nukes and crannies that you're not going to think of if you're just picking up and going, just, just truly being prepared, you know, checking out the weather ahead of time, stuff like that. So if you are traveling this holiday season, make sure you do those things. Make sure you check out the um the weather before you get there. Another thing I had to do when we traveled recently was I had to go ahead and look up what was the regulations in that place for um for the coronavirus. Cause at that time it was it was one of those times where some people was requiring masks, some people wasn't, and it it was just confusing. And we end up going, and we did not have masks, and we went in the mall. Where where did we go? We didn't go far. We was in South Carolina. We went in the mall, and it was like everybody was looking at us like, "How dare you!" And, <laughs> and we had to like go to a vending machine in the middle of the mall and buy the mask or whatnot but it's honestly because we did not know and then we had another time when we were traveling and Charlotte was smoking um he smoked blacks and he was smoking the black and it just felt like I felt like we were going to get in trouble so I was telling him hey they may have you know smoking regulations here because that's what it felt like that's what it seemed like um because some places are no no smoking and so when you go to different cities and states, just make sure you're respecting their laws and their practices, regardless of if you agree with them or not. Just make sure you're doing your part. So if you are traveling, make sure you travel safe, of course. Check out your tires, your if you need to get your oil changed, all that good stuff before you leave. Make sure you have extra clothing just in case, at least extra undergarments, Um for us black people, make sure you have your hair products. Do not go up there and you forget that one the one thing that'll slick your edges because more than likely you're not going to find it up there. So make sure that you're prepared with that. Make sure you have the proper shoes. Um, And, and once again, I say the weather because when we went to Virginia, I was not expecting it to be um cold, and it was freezing, and I did not have my jacket. I actually forgot it on the couch walking out the door. I did not have my jacket, but I did have an extra one in the trunk, so it worked out, but it's just the point. You know, make sure that you make a list, double-check it twice, make sure that you maybe get some breakfast or eat well, and then when I like to travel, I don't like to stop immediately, at least halfway before I make 
my first thought, but this is also in the car. Because we, we haven't been to the West Coast yet. And if we go to the West Coast, we are most definitely not driving. Although we did talk about getting an RV. But for the most part, if it's here in our younger years, we, we'll just have to get on the plane and go wherever we're going. Because I can't see myself driving for that long. Um, Another thing is just with your hotels, making sure that they have... Uh, with the coronavirus, make sure they have everything that they say they have. We went to two particular hotels, and one of them, I mean, they didn't have anything. And I felt like I stayed, I, you know, I still paid you the money. I paid you the money for these things that you're currently not, you know, doing right now. Um, one was breakfast, like they wasn't including breakfast. Thing. The pool was closed. The business center was closed. It was just a lot. And it was like, okay, you know, you need to come down off your price if everything is just, I understand it's a pandemic. Everybody got to make it. But you cannot continue to charge people for services that they're not receiving. And I even wrote this on um a place I ate at, Facebook page. And what they was doing was they was um they was charging i believe you know the standard price for a drink in a restaurant is like between 199 and i say 329 and they were at like 2 let's say 259 <laughs> and so i got my little drink and it was a canned soda and i was not okay with it i was not okay with it you know i didn't make a big fuss i was reviewing the place so i didn't make a big fuss or whatnot but i did include it in my review that i didn't think it you know it was okay that you know you're charging me over two dollars for a canned soda which we all know you can get a 24 pack of whatever brand you want coca-cola sprite whatever from Sam's and it'll probably run you six, six, seven dollars. So you make it a ridiculous profit off of it. Do I agree you need it during the pandemic? Of course I do. But I do believe people tip. And I know for me, for certain, I think about what these small businesses going through, um, especially restaurants, especially black businesses. I think about it, and so I spend a little bit more, but then when I feel like you're trying to cheat me, is that I, I kind of hold my purse a little bit tighter on that. So that's just something to um, keep in mind, making sure when you're traveling, you know, to keep everything in perspective about the other city states that you're going to, what they're going through, you know, following regulations, guidelines, all that good stuff. Um, make sure when you travel that you have all your proper gear, that you have a set in stone plan. Make sure you read the reviews on the hotels. You do not want to, you know, get a little cheap hotel and then you're in the hood. It's not, that's not fun. Don't do it. Or you get a hotel and it, it has bugs in it or um, side note, I keep hearing this about what is this place called? Great Wolf Lodge. And I want to go, but I keep hearing they have bed bugs. Like, every time I get ready to buy a ticket, I go scroll through the reviews, and it says, oh, I got bed bugs from here, blah, 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 blah. So just keep in mind, and make sure you read those reviews, because more than likely somebody will pick, you know, in there whatever problem they had. 
So I do spend time reading reviews, making sure, you know, I'm familiar with the hotel that I'm going to, if I'm going to a hotel. Now, if you are staying with the hostess during the holidays, and I know typically we will come the same day and leave the same day, but let's say you stay overnight, just make sure you're respecting their house. Um, of course, that means no sex, of course. That means no drugs, of course. That means no extra guests that they don't know or, better yet, don't like. Do not invite somebody to somebody's house that they do not like. This has this have happened to me before. I told the person, asked me ahead of time, could, could this certain person come? And I said, no. You know, it wasn't a kind of sort. It was a flat out no, no, period. Anywho, said person pops up. This is awkward because you're ruining my night because it's bad juju in the room. I don't like your vibe. You don't like my vibe. I didn't want you here. You know that because I told the person, the person told you, and I don't know if they thought maybe, you know, I would be a little bit more evened out after having a drink or whatnot, but no. The the ten, It was still the same feeling, and we ended up having to pick that person out a little bit later um if you know me I'm very easy going and it it's just like all right cool they here I'm not gonna make a big deal I'm gonna enjoy my night blah 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 blah. but then it was like the person was just doing too much so eventually you know I had to hey get out anyway and of course being a pity bitty which we talked about you could see it like well you wanted to kick them out anyway well that may be true they shouldn't have came that's that's really <laughs> the situation so just be mindful of that don't don't invite someone into someone else's home that you know that they don't like don't try to make a reason why they should like this person at that event especially a holiday like don't do it if the person says no alcohol i i'm gonna say respect it but i'm also gonna be honest here I will have me a drink in my car or before I get there or whatever, but I will still respect them not wanting um alcohol. Last year at Chardell's aunt house, and I forgot his other aunt was there too. We typically when we go to somewhere, we take a bottle of alcohol. Like I don't I don't know what to bring. I don't drink wine. So I wouldn't know what to choose. So I just bring, you know, something not something that everyone would like. Margaritas is a good thing. Everyone loves margaritas. Just something that most people would drink. That's not too hard. And so we did that and it was like, oh no drinking. We you know, we're not drinking. Well, all right, cool beans, you know, no big deal. We went and took the bottle back to the car, blah, blah, blah. Well, that whole night, everybody was sneaking drinks. And the funny thing about it was our hostess was drinking. And so it wasn't her that did not want people to drink, but it was another family member. So everyone was trying to be respectful. So, of course, but I don't know. I don't know how that works because ultimately everybody's still drunk, whatever they wanted to. But I guess they they wanted to be respectful of that particular person. If it is the hostess house that's saying no drinking, I would respect it. 
you know, if we kind of tiptoeing around a family member that maybe, um, hmm, that maybe don't like it or, you know, I would even say have some things that they need to overcome, I would lightly drink and I just wouldn't let everyone know. Like, I'm not a loud or, I'm the same Courtney, drunk or undrunk, so yeah. But if you know you, you typically want to fight when you drink, you know, you you, you want to make out, you want to do inappropriate things when you drink, you get too silly when you drink, if anything, I get silly, but if you get just falling all over the place, then yeah, I wouldn't do it, just because, just because you don't want to leave a bad taste in the hostess mouth, but at the same time, it is nothing worse than being with your family from your spouse's side and it's just dry and it's just like oh this this how y'all is and it sounds like i'm being harsh but i don't know when it just seems like no one's relaxed everyone's thinking about what they're saying everyone's <sighs> what's what's a good word everyone's just really calculating versus being organic and sometimes alcohol helps with those situations because I met someone sober that person was sober when I met them and I did not like them I didn't like their attitude they they nothing but then they had a drink and it was like, I don't know maybe they relaxed because then it was like oh you you're not that bad you just had to you know relax or knock the edge off, settle your nerves, and now you coming back and you likable. So that's cool. So sometimes alcohol can help the situation, um, especially if everybody just really, really, really stiff and, you know, just trying to be quote, unquote, pleasant. I would rather you be who you are than to just at perfect around me. I would rather you just, whatever it is, just go ahead and just be you because how can you truly love someone if you don't know who they are? How? How How can we share love between families or, you know, amongst each other if no one here is who they say they are? And I think that's the biggest issue with the holidays is that people start to you know, as you get older, you start to kind of wonder and ask questions and just question a lot of stuff that's been going on around you. And a lot of that stuff comes from family secrets and family secrets sometimes come out through holidays too. But that's another story. We'll get to that another day. But I think, you know, if you're going to visit someone, just respect the hostess. Don't overstep your boundaries and try not to judge, you know, that, yeah, their house may not look as nice as yours, or their house may be better than yours, you know, or they may drive a better car, or or they may just overall have their stuff together. So do not sit there and compare your life to all your other family members' lives, because you measure it based off of materials, number one. Number two, you just want to, your happiness is more important than anybody else's happiness. And if you are happy, then more than likely you are healthy. You know, healthiness and happiness go hand in hand. If you've done the work on yourself and you know your triggers, you know, and you know 
places where you can improve and you've been steadily working on those places and you know yourself in and out, then that's going to bring you happiness. Those material things, that's a temporary high. That's why rich people have so many things because it's temporary. Now I want something else and something else and something else. So just when we go visit family, try not to compare. Don't compare children. Don't compare spouses. Don't, oh, I wish Shardella would do that for me. I would never. Like, no. Even if you feel like, dang, you know, I wish he would do that for me. That's a conversation y'all have in private. But just overall comparing an entire human being to another entire human being that has had different upbringings, you know, have access to different resources, have different lives, that's just not fair. So so don't do that. And if your spouse is doing that to you, don't feel bad at, you know, chopping them at the knees. Like, hey, you know, you out of line. Because that's overstepping your boundary. If, if you sitting there and, you know, and they and your uncle wife walk in and she got on heels and her boobies out and she looking hella good and you over there with your fuzzy socks and relaxed because hello you're on vacation and oh man i we i wish uh courtney would dress up like that then yes we're gonna have an issue because she may be dressed up because she wants to and i don't want to and a woman always has a choice (laughs) but back to it so just make sure when you're in someone else's home to treat it just like that, someone else's home. It's not, it's not your home. You can't come in and change things. You can't, you know, overstep your boundaries or try to take over or anything like that. Ask the hostess, do they need help? And if they need help, cool. If they don't, go find you something to do. Maybe talk to them or um go, you know, talk to other family members or just do anything but get in their way. A lot of people don't like you in the kitchen when they in the kitchen. So you got that. And then other than that, we have to talk about it. Like who's doing the cooking? It. I cannot, I would not. I'm not going to bash anybody or anything, but I try many restaurants. So that's one of my things. Um, In case you guys didn't know, you can follow Into the Culture on um Instagram. And I review food, and right now, it's it's a really small thing right now, but I am getting recognized a little bit, and so that's good, but it's nothing worse than waiting a super long time to eat, and the food not good. It's disappointing, to say the least, you know. So with that being said, if Aunt Carol can't cook, Y'all gonna have to tell her. Like, we we cannot keep letting her make the macaroni and, you know, make a ham that's pretty much already cooked to begin with, and then you get it, and it's just, it's just not it. Or her turkey burnt. Like, how? I mean, it's so many questions. She, she set a tree on fire in the backyard, trying to deep fry the turkey. You know, the vegetables wet. It's just, huh, the cake dry. It does not make sense. We cannot keep letting Carol go into the kitchen. So I know it's a hard conversation to have, but if you are going to visit someone for Thanksgiving and their food is not up to par, 
I know it's going to hurt feelings, but you have to look out for you, especially if you stay in the night because they're not just going to let you like go get something to eat. It, they, everybody's going to be looking at you, watching you, trying to see what you're doing and stuff like that. So yeah, no. So who's cooking is very important. It's a conversation that needs to be had ahead of time. If you can cook, offer. If they deny your offer and you know they can't cook, bring something anyway and let them be mad about it in the corner. Because at the end of the day, everybody got to eat. And trust me, everybody else there that know that you can cook will be happy that you brought that dish that they can eat something off of their plate. I understand we got to be nice to family members, but we cannot all sit here and eat this food, and it's just not good. On the flip side of that, if the food is delicious, thank the chef. Do not, like, hold back compliments. That's another thing I noticed. Like, people don't want to tell people when they do good. Like, if you, hey, Granny, that was great. I really enjoyed it. That'll make her night. Because, no, once again, Thanksgiving is about being thankful, but but how often does that actually come across at thanks, you know, on Thanksgiving? How often is people actually sitting there telling you why they are thankful that you are in their life? So it's just something to think about. That's something that I'm going to try to, you know, um, push people to do this Thanksgiving is just to go ahead and reflect and tell each other why you are happy with them being in your life or, you know, the things that you are thankful for. Um, As far as the holiday gatherings between Thanksgiving and Christmas, I honestly don't feel like it's that much of a difference. So just take all of this advice and apply it to Christmas if you are going to family houses, almost the same thing. The only different thing we need to talk about is gifts. Who do I give for? Um, and like I say, the last years I always take care of my immediate family. That's my mom, my dad. I have four sisters, and I have a nephew and a niece, and Nala and Shardell. That's pretty much. And my coworkers, my two um, close coworkers. Other than that, I don't really buy, and I do Secret Santa at work. So whoever my Secret Santa person is, and I give randomly to people I see on the street. Um, I do give a little bit more than I do throughout the year during Christmas. I be feeling happy and the spirit be in me. So I, I you get a 20, you get a 20, that type thing. Um, so I do give out gifts and money, but this year is going to be a little different because I am getting gifts for, um, my nephews on Chardell's side. Um, his brother has three children, all boys. And so we're going to get them gifts this year, but we debated because they're, they're moving soon overseas so we was debating should we just get like the Robloods and stuff like that so we may do that but um I'm including them this year but for the most part just buy gifts for people who you feel comfortable buying gifts for or a good rule of thumb of somebody that you feel like is underappreciated I'm pretty sure that they appreciate a gift um I love when people give me gifts, especially if I'm not expecting it. And especially if it's true to me, it, it, it 
it goes with me, then I'll, I'll think about it all year and I'll forever be thankful for those um, thoughtful gifts. So if you, I, as far as gifts, get whoever you want to get a gift or whoever you feel may need a gift. Um, just to remind them that you guys appreciate them and you love them and you, you know that they're a part of the family and it's great that they're a part of the family. So that's the only difference I would say between Christmas and Thanksgiving is, you know, just the notion of gifts. What to do if you don't receive a gift? Well, don't catch a hissy fit. It's okay. Not the end of the world. You don't know people's circumstances. A lot of people pit on and like I said earlier and be fake and that like they have it all together and then they don't. So you don't know anyone's circumstances or why they being snippy or mean or you know, coming across as nasty. They could be trying to hide the fact that in reality they didn't have money to get everyone to go. So just keep that in mind, you know, to, to not always just accept what people give you, but to really try to look at things and see where they're coming from. And, um, yeah, that's it. As far as Christmas and Thanksgiving and hanging with family that you don't usually hang with, just make sure that you keep it cute. Don't be in acting a fool. It's okay. You know, if you're traveling, make sure you do all the proper research and preparation before traveling. Make sure that you um got everything planned out already. Check the weather. Check the regulations. Check all that good stuff, especially traveling during this time. Um, As far as family fights, don't even. Like, don't get involved. If your spouse is in a fight with someone, I'm going to just go ahead and say don't get involved, too, because you don't know. You know, you don't know the family dynamics. You don't know how far things go. Don't be me. Don't be trying to be a peacemaker. Like, no. Do we want everybody to have a great time? Yes. But at the end of the day, these are grown people. And just like you guys are going to conduct yourself, they should c conduct themselves the same way. So, yeah, as far as family fights, I would say don't engage. But if you have to, go ahead, throw the wig off. It's not the end of the world. But you're probably leaving after that. Don't fight nobody and think you're going to stay for dinner. <laughs> so have you some plans in place. If you know you're coming in hot, but that goes hand in hand with do not invite someone there that should not be there. Just don't. Don't do it. Don't overstep your boundaries. Don't try to tell someone how to run their household. It's their house. You know, don't try to tell them how to cook. E either offer to do it. If they decline, then that's the decision you got to make. Are you going to, you know, just bring it anyway? I'm with overstepping those boundaries because somebody has to eat. And if somebody is me, and if everything you fix is just slimy, like... What are our options? We waited all day. We're here. We're sitting at table. And you 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 slopping stuff on the plate. That's not okay. So, yeah, overstep those boundaries. But the regular ones do not overstep. They say no alcohol, no alcohol, no smoking in the house, don't smoke in the house. They say no smoking in their yard. By all means, no smoking in their yard. You know, if they want you to keep it down, if they want it more formal, then casual just let the hostess be the host you know it's their house let them do their thing 
Um, as far as gifts, keep it clean. You know, just don't try to give someone a gift because you think they're going to give you a gift. Don't run it like that. Do what you want to do for those who you want to do for. And also, I say one gift just gives to someone that you think may need it. You know, that it may be Aunt Martha that sit in the back every year. She didn't have children. She's sad, all that good stuff. Aunt Martha may be the one that needs the gift. So just reach out, you know, and get her something you think she'll like. And that, because these memories last forever when you do stuff like that. Um, and the only thing additionally I want to add is make sure to take a family picture. I don't know why people don't like taking family pictures, but it's something that I do. I make everyone gather. Come on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't care about your excuse, your hair, your toes, your belly, whatever. This is you. This is the you we see today. And this is the you that's going in the photo album. So make sure to go ahead and take a picture too. Do not forget to take a picture because when you think back on these times, just to have a picture, it really refreshes your memory of how it felt in that moment. Um, And I love the feeling. I print out pictures. I know people don't print out pictures anymore. I do. I have a photo album. I send pictures to people. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm very physical when it comes to the photos. I have pictures hanging on my wall. on my walls. I have a collage that I worked on, um, it took me a couple days to do it, but yeah, just go ahead and take that family picture just to record the essence of being there with family and with loved ones, so that's about it, we have learned how to travel safely, avoid family fights, to respect people's boundaries, do not judge your family or compare don't overstep love everybody for who they are and if they need some improving and you can tell them that in a loving way i would say go ahead and say it you know if um martha you know your your cooking need growing it's no reason why our vegetables should be wet so when she's in the kitchen Hey, maybe you should use less water i don't know i don't know why vegetables are wet but you know if you know why the, her food is coming out the way it is, go ahead and try to help her. If she denied, I mean, what can you do? But sneak a dish in. You can do that. So there's nothing you can do as far as that. But we also talked about, you know, the the great gift exchange and just not one to spend anything in returning, but really doing it um from your heart. And last but not least, taking family photos because those are so important. Because after all, if you were to pass, and if you're whoever had a um a table to remember you on, how, how, if you never took pictures, if you always say, oh no, not today, oh no, my belly big, oh no, oh, people come up with all types of excuses to not be in the photo, and in reality, this is the you that we see every day, so you have to make sure you're one with yourself. So you can accept the way you look. If you don't like the way you look, go ahead, do what you need to do to make those changes so that you can like the way you look. But we accept you as is. So get in the family, get in the photo. Like, get in the photo. If it's family fights, don't get involved. Remember to remain cool, calm, collected, polite, and real. 
this is episode five you guys thank you so so much for continuing to listen to crazy in love or in love with crazy the podcast where we try to teach each other because i do read y'all stuff that you see me we try to teach each other how to love you know love each other and love is the answer you know and that's gonna be the thing that pulls us through everything that's going on is learning how to have compassion and thinking about others before we do and stuff like that so thank you guys for listening to episode six no five i'm sorry episode five and if you have any question comments and thing like that you can comment it in the group or you can message me on instagram or facebook i have that phone number that i told you guys in the top of the episode i will also put it in the notes and yeah Thanks. Keep loving.